Away, you moldy rogue. Away. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Mouldy Rogues podcast, the podcast where history and film are combined with other ingredients and then taken out of the oven and a really weird cake comes out. Today we have a brand new ingredient, Play Your Car Tight, based on the Bruce Forsyth TV show of a similar name, which I go into way too much detail explaining to James before we play it. And another episode of our always popular Historical Rumble, which today has a very Gallic flavour to it. Okay, let's get to the action. We must fight! I repeat it, sir! We must fight! The war is inevitable, and let it come. And let every other power know that this hemisphere intends to remain the master of its own house. That's one small step for man. Give me liberty, or give me death! So this would be haphazard historical rumble number three. Number three. As it stands, it is 1-1. One, one. So all very exciting. I believe it is me first this time. Do you want to give me a number for me to choose my first potential <clears throat> historical character? 87, which I have a feeling we have had before. We have. So rounding up... That is our friend Joan of Arc. A woman. Ooh. Now, ah, not a lot. Is, are you going to stick or twist? Well, there's not a lot of ladies in this competition. I would say out of the top 100, and I've not checked, but I'd say there's only about two or three women. Yeah, and I think we've already had Marie Curie, haven't we? Yeah. Have we had Queen Victoria? Can I imagine that? Yeah, yeah, we have. Give me another number and I will decide whether to stick or twist. 67. 67. That is Constantine the Great. Um, remind me, who is Constantine the Great? He was the Roman emperor who founded the city of Constantinople, now known, of course, Ooh. as Istanbul and was very much the father of the Eastern Roman Empire, which, when Rome fell in around 480 AD, became the hub of, I guess, what you would call sort of Roman-slash-Latin civilization from then on, whilst the rest of Europe descended into the Dark Ages. Are you reading that off Wikipedia? Nope. Just unadulterated brilliance. Benefits of a classical education. Well played, sir. Well, that is impressive, but I've seen the film with Mia Jovovich, so I'm going to go with Joan of Arc. Give me a number for one of your historical heroes. 26, climbing up that ladder. <laughs> 26, you have our good friend, Louis XIV. Of France. I've already had our good friend Louis the Fourteenth of France, though. You have not. You have had Louis the Sixteenth of France. So now well, you've got Louis the <laughs> Louis the Fourteenth, who is entirely a different individual. 
Or mm-hmm. another number? 64. 64. This is going to be a nobody. Voltaire. Now, remind me, I want to say it's something to do with electricity. What did Voltaire do? He invented a card game. <laughs> well, that's solitaire, isn't it? That's yeah. solitaire. Uh, oh, do I have a sound effect? <laughs> I think I do. Volt, but he was a, ask, you see how your mind works. Volt, volt, electricity, Voltaire, done. See that? I knew it was no, something like that, yeah. That's right, he isn't it? Was a no, he was, he was a chin stroker, wasn't he? I believe a contemporary of one of those blokes. And just for uh, any foreign listeners, chin-stroking is not a euphemism. That means he was a thinker. Yeah, literally stroked his chin whilst spouting about life and uh, that sort of thing. All right, so you've got Voltaire, one of history's great thinkers. And Louis XIV, remind me, what did he do? So I know I said this about Louis XVI as well, but I think Louis XIV was the one who built Versailles. It feels like that is your stock answer for any Frenchman. Yeah. Joan of Arc. <laughs> yeah, well, Joan I think I'll go for it. It's weird. In fact, apart from Emperor Constantine, it's an all-French round because Voltaire, Louis XIV, both Frenchies, Joan Ooh. of Arc, ferociously French. Begs the question, how are there so many Frenchmen and ladies in ah, the top 100? Yeah. Oh. Joan of Arc, Gallic, up to her eyeballs. Too much so. Right. Fine. I will go with Louis the Fourteenth. Colour me surprised. Okay, mm. so it is Joan of Arc. Uh, so other than the animals two by two, I'm not knowing a great deal about Joan of Arc, but I think I will be able to fluff my way through the round. He says in a strange whisper, chosen by God to save all the animals. Building on your joke, but yeah. Less funny, but yeah, good. Uh, I suppose for the dimmer listener to have that highlighted. I don't know if we've got any Americans. So, Joan of Arc versus Louis the Fourteenth. Give me a number for the category, please. 48. That is, which of these two could chop down a tree fastest? They have both been given a razor-sharp axe and a large tree. Who's going to do it the fastest? Going to have to be Joan of Arc. This is a warrior, princess, young, peak fitness. She did nothing but fight her whole short but She wasn't always young. She got older as her life went on. No, she died at 21, didn't she? All right, Wikipedia. (laughs) Well, I've seen the film. In fact, I think she might have been younger than that. She was very young when she died. Yeah. She got I... older as her life went on. Good. <laughs> yeah, grief. Like a, yeah, Let's young, put that somewhere. Physical fitness, as we all know. But, you know, that. that <laughs> I'm just work. saying. Work, <laughs> I could go, Louis, well, the... Louis XIV, old, you know, he had yeah. a good head on him, wise. Famously, Louis XIV, feeble, decrepit character. Incorrect. Incorrect, which is why he's Louis the Great. Come on, put some so, cheese on that sandwich. <laughs> put some pate in that baguette. He, <laughs> he snail in that shell. Sal- All right, mate. <laughs> some foie gras <laughs> on that. <laughs> no, he was a soldier. 
famous, of course, for being very sort of hands-on, leading armies into battle, hence the name The Great. You know, and I think also he had wars against the Spanish, wars against the French. I mean, not the French, the Dutch. Same difference. Yeah, you know, he was a um, powerful man. Joan of Arc, not Joan of Arc the Great. How many historical characters had the suffix the great? I would argue thousands of them. Nope. Name like Smith. Three, name three other people named the great. Catherine the Great. Mm-hmm. Her dad, Peter the Great. Mm-hmm. Your boy, Louis the Great. No, he doesn't count because we already talked about him. Well, what about all the English kings who had the moniker the great? Such as? Henry the Great. No. Henry uh, VIII, you're thinking of. That's it, Henry VIII. Oh, I knew something like that. Okay, no, come on. Um, I put my point. Yeah, there's not many people called the Great. You could have had Alfred the Great or Alexander Alfred the Great. Alfred the Great. I knew there was an English one. So that's, yeah. that's it. Go on, who Alexander else? Alexander the Great. Alexander the Great. You flummoxed me. I went to Russia and I couldn't get back. Anyway, I've proved the point, though. That's over thousands of years. There's not been that many greats. So Seven. Not seven. I would say, anyway, and that's over different countries as well. So I would say, anyway, that given that he has the moniker the Great, Louis would be better at chopping down a tree than Joan, who only had the moniker of the Ark. She was a big (laughs) loss. Although, what did they build the Ark out of? I don't know. Trees? Yeah. <laughs> she was burnt at the stake. <laughs> Where did they get that from? Trees? <laughs> yep. I can see you're, you're trying not to say men are stronger than women. It feels like you're doing your very best to skirt around that sentence. Do you want to come out with it and then I can shoot you down? No. Nope. <laughs> I mean, if you are happy Mm. to say that a 19-year-old French peasant woman who (laughs) rose to lead an army is stronger than a king, remembered for his moniker, The Great. Mm. I think we've already pretty much laid that one to bed, just because somebody is dubbed The Great. Yeah, and what else? Also, kings are unlikely to have the motivation and uh, necessary joie de vivre to get up in the morning and do 100 press-ups, 100 sit-ups. Joan of Arc was famous for doing that and therefore be in a position to chop down trees. He was probably sat with his feet up getting his hair bouffanted by a slave girl. Well, yeah, but back at you. I mean, Joan of Arc, fine. Yeah, she was all pure and like whatever, 19-year-old, hanging around with Jules de Ray who was famous for sacrificing children and drinking their blood. It's glossed over, one of her mates. So she doesn't keep the best company either. Are you reading Wikipedia? Nope, it's all just knowledge. We will call it a draw then, shall we? To save being cancelled. Which is mental, (laughs) but it's only because I don't want to seem sexist (laughs) by saying a man is a woman. I want to be sexist. Yeah, and incorrect. It's yeah. not. But you've given me what? no evidence of chopping down trees that Joan of Arc has. Is well, there a section in her Wikipedia page called lumberjacking? Other than building the Ark, I think that's plenty. We will call it a draw, so your Twitter feed is not full of offended ladies.
It's the Bruce Forsyth terrible 1980s quiz game where you get a couple and they are faced with seven massive playing cards all face down on a board. Bruce Forsyth then lets them, he gives them the first one, and the couple have to decide whether the next card will be higher or lower than the two. Higher or lower than the two. And if you can get all the way to the end, then you win a Volkswagen. Specifically a Volkswagen. Well, in the three episodes I watched, it was a Volkswagen mid-range. So I thought... How many couples do they get through per episode? That would honestly (laughs) be, you know, a five-minute job, you'd think, right? To say that it is thin would be an exaggeration. Compared to a million-pound drop that's incredibly convoluted with all these different rules, this is higher or lower... You get it right or you go home. But yeah, I don't, I don't understand how you can pad that into a show. It's like deal or no deal. Charlie Brooker, I think, summed that up by saying, I'd like to go on the show and uh, <laughs> just give Noel Edmonds a list in which order I want the boxes open and then just sit there with an iPod in. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they do pad it out and they have these dolly birds who turn the cards over. Ah, the 1980s, different times. So that's the gist. So I'm watching that, but it's completely rigged. So the ones that I've watched, because they don't want to give away the car because it's the 1980s, and that would be too difficult oh. to do. So what they do is you start with a two, and then it goes to a jack. Then it goes to a three. Then the one I watched, it goes to a king. And you think, oh, they're doing well, this couple from Blackburn. They're doing well. Yeah. So so Harold over the king. And, of course, they go... Uh, lower than it will go, lower than a king. It's an ace, it's an ace. No car for you. We'll see you next time on Play Your Cards Right. And I thought, well, that's just a complete nobody shuffled them cards, the producer put them up like that. And even if it is the same, so let's say you say lower than a king and it's another king, you still lose. Well, if you said. I think, Bruce, it's going to be the same value card. <laughs> so what I thought we could do is we use the same format, but instead of cards, mm. I give you celebrities, and you've got to guess height-wise whether the next one is uh, oh, higher yeah. or lower. And I've played it against myself to practice, and I figure sure. if you start with somebody like John Cleese. I'm well spent, I'd say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If we start with somebody like John Cleese or Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, right? It's yeah, the yeah. equivalent of starting with a two or a king. I'm with you. I think this is this has got legs. I yeah. actually thought when you first said I've sent you the cards, and I thought what we could do is try it with actors. I thought you were going to be even more abstract and say, and then you have to guess higher or lower based on their acting ability. Ooh. So are they a better actor or a worse actor? <laughs> <laughs> I'm using historical figures as well. Uh So you're going to get Queen Elizabeth in there. You're going to get Heinrich Himmler. It's going to be spicy. I thought what we would do that would be different is you would have to get to seven people to win. Uh So you'd have to guess correctly, higher or lower. If you Uh were to guess the exact correct height of Uh somebody, so you'd go 175 centimetres, and it was, then you get a lifeline which means you can mess up and you still get to carry on. And the other change to play your cards right rules 
would be if you get exactly the same. So mm-hmm. I don't want to say because I think I may have put them in. But there are four or five very famous people who are all six foot four. Okay. And they are all exactly the same height. And they are in the game. And so if you were to get to the same, and I go higher or lower than this person, and you go lower and it's the same, then you get to spin again. All right? Okay. So I have come up. Well, play the play your cards right theme. This is the original theme tune that Bruce Forsyth had. Okay, there you go. Get the idea with that. So I've added a little... 20 seconds too long. Yeah, I've added a little bit of the Mouldy Rogues twist to it. First of all, actually, let's just clarify one thing, because you do have a habit of chucking in a little red herring. There is no foghorn. No, 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 no. Certainly not for this. Uh Yeah, if it's just that with a foghorn over it, I'm throwing my computer out the window. It's no faith, no faith. Let's see, let's see. Wait for the drop. Wait for the drop. I would call that busy. <laughs> At one point, the two songs overlapped. I didn't catch that, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. At least the way you, you seamlessly wove them together, um, I don't think anyone will notice. Because it's coming from the game Play Your Cards Right, but it's about the height of celebrities. How about we call it Play Your Cards Height? I like it. Good. Right? Good. Play, yeah, on like it. Play Your Cards Height. I can't top that. That's got everything now if you were to get one correct i think we'll have a variety of little things we can play over the top but here's uh-huh. one i quite like so for a victory you would get this moto penekeko moto penekeko moto one of your favorites and if you Lose, this will be the end of the game. If you get one wrong, you will hear this. Then you are doomed. Alas, for God's sake, let us sit upon the carpet and tell sad stories. Excellent. Well, again, very good. Can I just say that for the victory, though, as well, you know, I think Motto Pancake is always good. Um, I was a bit disappointed that. We've only used the North Korean victory march for one game. So Ah. I hope that we can bring that back into existence. Maybe for each of the seven individuals, you get a Molto Panakeiko. And then if you get to seven, then you can have your North Korean victory march. Okay, well, I I thought we could have a practice. So I've written Mm -hmm. down 
I've written down the heights of some celebrities. So I have got 39 celebrities. So oh, I actually, you know what? I will give you the first one. So I will start you off. And just for our listener, if you're not familiar with centimeters, that's not my uh, preferred height gathering method, but I know it, it is for you. So to make it as easy as possible for you, we'll do it in okay. centimeters. So I am six foot one, so I'm about 185 centimeters, I believe. What is your centimeter length? You're not six foot one, are you? Yes. Well, because I'm six foot one. No, you're, you're taller not. than me. Well, yes, because you're not six foot one. All right. We would say an average heighted individual would I'm be 400 centimeters, which I think is six foot one. <laughs> Average height would be yeah, about five seven five eight. So that's what around one hundred and seventy five, something like that. Yes, yeah. yeah, give or take. And then for a short person, you're looking one sixty five and up. So mm-hmm. I will give you the first one. I will give you is a bit of a play your cards right equivalent of a three. I'm going to give mm-hmm. you Declan Donnelly from The Ant and the Deck. And I will tell you, oh, okay. he, he is 166 of your English centimetres. He is what is known as a near dwarf. So I want you to give me another number between 1 and 39 and see who you get. Six. It's exciting already. You have got Albert Einstein. So you've got to tell me, Declan Donnelly to Albert Einstein, higher or lower? Uh, I'm going to say... I, uh, not by much. I don't think Albert Einstein is particularly tall. He's probably a bit taller than that. Could you give me a number? Because if it's correct, if it's exactly correct, then you get a, a bonus life. What's uh, Declan Donnelly's height? Declan is 166. Okay, we'll go 170 for Einstein. You are through to the next round, but he's 175. It's because yeah. he's usually sat down in photographs, isn't he, Albert? He is. Now, this is a little tricky because Einstein's right in the middle. This is, you play your cards right equivalent of a a seven or an eight. So give Mm -hmm. me another number. We'll see who Albert's up against. Uh, 11. This is Edward the Fourth. Listen, (laughs) I knew this day would eventually come, but I think we may now have reached peak one flew over the cuckoo's nest. What, insane asylum? Yeah, I mean, there have been moments for sure where I think you know, we are skating on the very edge of sanity here. But I think now we finally departed this earth. If you're asking me whether I think Einstein is taller or shorter than Edward the Fourth, um, I'm going to go uh, shorter. Do you want to have a punt at the centimeters of Eddie the Fourth? One seventy. I can tell you, Edward IV is, well, I say famous. I didn't know until I looked it up. But he is, I will tell you, either the tallest or the shortest king in history. Would you like to guess? Shortest. He's the tallest king in history. Ah. 194 centimetres, I'm afraid. That is the sound of Percy. Let us sit upon the carpet. Tell sad stories. One. Yeah. I think there's still some juice in it. 
I, I thought you do. I thought your royal knowledge. I just thought medieval, and I knew Edward the First, of course, long shanks, very tall. Um, yeah. But I thought Edward the Fourth. I think you're still talking uh, medieval times, so I was thinking probably shorter than the average man about town today. So mm. using that logic, all the while, I might add, trying to deduce this all the while battling with my own sense of what am I doing? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. As well, which is, you know, sort of yeah. desperately <laughs> trying to claw me away from this. This is yeah, the sort Jim. of thing, genuinely, I yeah. don't know whether this will have happened. When I wake up tomorrow morning, I'll be like, did that actually happen with Dan? Was that actually talking about whether Einstein's taller than Edward IV? This is sort of like a malarial dream. Yeah, you catch your reflection in the monitor and you think, how has my life led to this moment? What choices did I make? I think this is an excellent game. Thank you. And I like the the amount of consideration that's gone in. And with that very definition of damning with faint praise, we bid goodbye to play your cards hype for today. But fear not, it shall return. Next week, we will conclude the historical rumble and we will see the return of Teacher Noon to bamboozle James. Until then. See you later, everyone. Mm -hmm.